you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett and I'm joined by a repeat and very special guest. Her name is Kate PC. She's from slickbusiness.co. She is a shining example of an expert, somebody who really cares about their community and somebody who's built a successful training-based membership site uh, around her expertise. Kay, welcome back on the show. Thank you, Chris. It's a total pleasure to be here with you. And I'm I'm loving the intro. Keep it coming. I'm just going <laughs> to polish myself up a little bit here. Uh, Feel well, the glow. There's going to be a lot of polish here because uh, <laughs> before you, your story is interesting, what you've done and the decisions you've made and how you did it. We're going to get into all that. But for the listener out there who's um, kind of interested in course creation or membership sites, what is in your training stack? Like, how do you, what is the product suite? if you will, even if it's some free things and then what, what do you call them and what's the really quick, what each one of those are? Great. Okay. So we have sort of to get into my world um, the, the freest, freest of free places is uh, a big Facebook group called automate your business with active campaign, which is hosted by me. And you will find that on Facebook. Um, and then the next step up is I have a really, really wonderful free training course built with Lifter, of course, and that one's called Accelerated Active Campaign. And we linked that from all over the place because it is the starting point for anyone who wants to get better at active campaign. Doesn't matter where they're at, you want to start there, Accelerated Active Campaign. And then when you are ready to dig in and get access to me and the team and really start you know, some some lasting committed improvements, we have a membership. And this is my proudest thing, my proudest possession, my, 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 it's my baby, right? I've been building towards this for a long time. It's a membership for active campaign users. It's called the Active Campaign Academy. And you can find that on my website, which is slickbusiness.co. That's awesome. We're going to dig into all that. One of the things I, I'm, you know, I'm like a total membership site nerd. And I was looking at your site, I think it was about a month ago, I was looking at it and I was looking at your pricing table and I wonder if you could just briefly go over the stack of what's included. Like it's not just courses, like what, yeah. so what, what is inside the membership, if you will? Okay. This is such a good question. Now it took me a while to pin this down. This is partly why I was late coming out of the gates really with this membership. I wanted to do it much sooner, but I knew I needed to get the framework right so that it would work for people who are actually in businesses, in real life businesses, doing real life stuff with active campaign. So the structure we, we came to in the end, and we, we did a lot of work with beta students to figure this out what actually works in terms of their learning. So we have courses in there, courses, right? Everyone knows what a course is. You go, you consume it. It's pretty much meant to be done in the order of the lessons and you can work your way through and mark complete. Great courses. So we have courses that explain particular features or particular themes and stuff like that. Then we have element number two, which is resources. And the resources are complete walkthroughs, top to tail of a whole process. Because when you automate anything or you build any tech stack, it's never about, it's literally never about just one feature, one thing. How do you, you know, where is this one setting? It's the strategic approach. 
how you make a plan, what tech you've got to play with, and then how you're going to build it and document it. It's all of those things to make a successful automated process of any sort. Okay, so the idea with the resources is that they will bring in real use cases. Um, so say a launch webinar, it's a classic, right? Most businesses will need that at one time or another. The resources areas where we're going to put a full walkthrough. I, I, I call it nose to tail. It's like nose to tail eating. You're starting with, okay, I would like to achieve such and such process. Where do I start? You're going to go look at the resource. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is our community. And I am thrilled with our community of members so it's a private member community where you have direct access to me and my team and that's that's where you can ask you can, it's, it's really ask me anything about active campaign and i'm there i'm all over it um, and i give you detailed responses and we're now turning it into a really rich even more resources we have a library area in our community now so we're stashing all the links to all the like vetted help docs, the stuff where I've been in there and I know that that help doc is actually useful. So we have a library where we drop the link to the useful stuff. Um, and then the final element is the office hours calls. Um, and so office hours calls, we run them twice a week, every week, uh, which is it, which is a lot. But the reason I do them twice a week, every week is twofold. One is that often with active campaign work, you can be stuck. And being stuck is a really unpleasant place to be. And my mission is to move you forward from being stuck as quickly as possible. And getting on a call in a group with other people who are working with Active Campaign and with me right there to answer your exact question. So you get like you get your few minutes, and in that time, we move you forwards and you're not stuck anymore. And, and they're the best part of my week. I absolutely love them. But it's also to cater for people who are scattered around the globe. We've got people all over the world in different time zones. So we run them twice a week so that everyone gets a fair crack at the whip to get to an office hours call. Wow, that's awesome. We've got so much to dig into here. The uh, <laughs> uh, For those that maybe they don't know what Active cam Campaign is or what it is you actually, what your niche is, can you describe like kind of who, who you help and what, what it's all about? Sure. Sorry. So it's like we turned over three pages at once there. I'm sorry. I'll go back. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back a step. Okay. So Active Campaign is the marketing automation platform. Um, it's I use for, it at Lifter LMS. Like we yeah, use yeah. Loads and loads and loads of businesses use it. Um, typically, it's the one that people move on to when they've got fed up with one of the more limited platforms or they've got overwhelmed by one of the more technically complicated and expensive platforms. Okay. So it's kind of so it's a really strong middle market contender in email marketing automation but it's not just about email marketing it's all it's automating right across your business so it's your data storage it's your automation it's your emailing it's your internal processes it's the the heart and the hub of your business when it's done right okay but for small business users particularly wow that is a steep learning curve when you step into that platform it is too much it's too much i remember that feeling i was completely wildly overwhelmed by active campaign when i first looked in there and like literally this is my living now so i had a natural aptitude for this sort of thing but i was completely overwhelmed and overfaced by it and it took me a long time to dig around and find the right training resources and figure out what order to do them in to make any sense of it at all how and, and then how to strategically put stuff together so that it would actually make business things happen on autopilot so my mission now is to make that journey so much easier and so much faster for small and medium business owners and the people who work in them 
so that they can actually leverage the enormous power of active campaign to make their working life easier and their business better and their customers feel happier and sell more stuff. And that's pretty much it. So um, just to put kind of a timeline on this, how long as of this recording have you been involved with active campaign? Like when did you first start using it? I think five years, maybe five and a half now. Yeah, five yeah. and a half years. And as of this recording, how long ago did you launch your membership? Three months. <laughs> That's awesome. So this is yeah. this was a journey. This is a journey. And what um yeah. what can you tell us about the launch of your membership? Like how did it go? Oh man. <laughs> It was it was amazing. I am so glad that I did it. And I literally never, ever want to have to do that again. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so it was a long time coming for me because um, I was a reluctant business person in that I didn't set out to become uh, a business owner or a world leading active campaign expert. But what happened was that I was I started off as an expert and then lots of people are asking me questions and then I became a consultant and I'm getting paid more and stuff like that. But then there's only so many people you can serve doing that. And that was a really ongoing frustration for me. I wanted to help more people because I knew the answers. Right. And, and I kept giving them away for free, which is, you know, that's great, but not really very sustainable. So I needed to make this transition and I finally plugged up the courage to make the transition. That was about one year ago from where we are now. And to get from where I was then, which was solo entrepreneur with uh, no, no team around me, I was doing purely consultancy work, to get from there one year ago to having this membership that's been out there for three months has been a really long investment of time and passion and energy. So the process really was um, about putting in place the positioning so to get the authority to get in front of everyone and build the audience enough to do that then to decide the framework to put it in that that took a lot of time and it and i'm really glad now i'm so glad that we took the time to think I'm properly about yeah. right yeah is this is this a set of courses is it master classes is it workshops how do we how do we make it so that active campaign becomes a thing that you can step into and learn to meet the needs of your business quickly. That's probably where I spent the most time. So then once I'd finalized all of that, that was in about June of this year, which when I say that, it seems like such a short time ago. It literally wasn't until June that I committed to this is a membership. That question is now off the table. This is going to be a membership. Let's get some beta students in and start the launch machine going. So then I took a lot of advice on how to launch something because I've never done it before. I can do the mechanics standing on my head. I've yeah. done it lots of times for lots of people, but actually doing it yourself is a whole different ball game, right? Because you have to step into those areas of promoting what you're doing and owning it and confidence and all of the wheels that need to turn to make that happen and getting a team around you to make it possible to launch at that scale. Wow. So the next six months was... In fact, it's less than six months, isn't it? Maybe maybe four months of head down, pure pure work, daily grind, getting everything ready to launch. Um, and we went with a, a live a, a live webinar launch funnel, which was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Loved it. That's awesome. What, what uh? So you mentioned launching and then going. You're glad you don't have to do that again. So is your plan to just kind of be like evergreen from here? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Like just take that launch pressure off. And I mean, every business has yeah. to launch at least once, but yeah, yeah. I, and I'm like, I'm, I genuinely, I'm really glad that I did it because it gave me a whole different insight into what it is like when you're launching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm saying this from the lens of someone who's very technically accomplished in terms of making that process as easy as possible. You know, I know how to work a website and, and a webinar tech and integrate it all to active campaign and automate all my funnels and set goals and purchase tech and all of this. But my goodness, there are a lot of moving parts in there. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was enlightening to me that even as someone who is so accomplished on the tech, it's so hard to do that. You have to bring a lot of yourself to the table. Yeah, for sure. And um, if you're listening to this, and you're using active campaign or thinking about using that, I would definitely recommend going to slickbusiness.co and check out active campaign Academy by Kay. And it, it, um, like it took you five years to do all this, but you're like a kind of a technology nerd like me. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine like figuring out active campaign. If you're not necessarily tech inclined, gosh, you need somebody to help you just fast track that learning curve, which is exactly what you do, which is amazing. Exactly that. Yeah. And that's, that's one of my chief pleasures in terms of now being present with my, with my launch uh, batch of members, we have a hundred plus members in there. And honestly, I am so happy because finally we are in a place where we can get in a room twice a week and talk about what they need right there, right then. And constantly be building a bank of resources so that as well as having a conversation and showing something with a screen share or having a conversation about strategy or how to think about it, how to put it together, we've got a resource then that's the, or a course that says this is exactly how to use this specific feature. So this week I've put together uh, some training on deals and pipelines, which is just so desperately needed by people who work with active campaign and um we've been talking about it a lot but now being able to combine those conversations and quick posts in the community you know sometimes someone only needs it takes me 10 seconds to reply to a post to say oh you need such and such a feature here's the resource and off they go fixed right. moving efficient Phew. yeah oh, the relief the relief because <laughs> everyone's past i i do believe that everyone's past through active campaign learning is different i really yeah. believe that um, and it comes from two places every business is different your business structure is different your tech stack is different the people you have are different but also you're in you as an individual whether you're a team member um or the business owner your your state of play in terms of working with tech and automation and strategy and strategy as well all of those things need to be taken into consideration when you come up with a plan yeah to do something to automate something because if you overreach if you try and do, do something too complicated there's either not needed or you don't have the time for or the budget or the tech skills it's going to crash you can see it coming a mile off well i can see it coming a mile off now right because i've done it so many times um and i just love being present with people to steer them safely through that and fast I love okay. the phrase condensed decades into days. Like you can take like something that you can really save somebody a lot of time and help them create incredible value while it may that that advice or that training may create a quick fix. That's like mm -hmm. could be a decade of knowledge and wisdom that that focuses yeah. that decision, which is awesome. Wow, I completely agree with that. And I think active campaign is is one of those tools where the the more time you spend with it and the more you go deep with it the more intimately you get to know it, 
And I, I recognize that I'm a weirdo on this front. I have gone deep into active campaign, right? And, and inside my head, it's like the matrix. I can, I can see the path to anything. Yeah. But that it wasn't like that to start off with. That's taken me five years of obsessive thinking about active campaign to get here. But what I really love is being able to deliver that to, to my members right when they need it so they can just crack on with running their incredible business. That's awesome. That's, that's a thrill, right? That's you the teacher thrill. <laughs> absolutely. Do you, and you mentioned like 100 or so uh, members on the launch. I'm sure as an expert, you have this like imposter syndrome, like, oh, I wonder if anybody's going to buy this thing. Who am I to teach this? Blah, blah, blah. Once you got into your launch, what other kind of signals started happening in the launch that were like, I think we're going to make it. I think it's going to be okay. I think I'm going to be okay. Well, that is such a nice question to ask because it's so human, isn't it? When you, yeah. when you put yourself on the line. And I think that's one of the things that I personally found really hard to do because I didn't set out to be a business owner. I didn't want to do a launch but I was gonna anyway. So I was really pushing my personal confidence boundaries very hard at that point. Um, so one of the moments that was really significant, I'm gonna well up a bit talking mm. about it, was when, so I did a series of three live webinars over three days at different times of day in the UK so that we could be live and present with the different time, uh, time zones across the world. And when I did the first live webinar, it was my, I think it was my first time ever doing a solo webinar. It was an hour long. I had prepped and prepped and prepped, as you can imagine. It was beautifully structured. I knew that it was all the things I wanted to say. The adrenaline was going crazy in me. It, it was really an extraordinary experience. And I, I like it It's like it a moment. To, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, for me, it felt like getting married. Yeah. Or, or, or getting, I, I tell you, the one I used most was getting ready to go into childbirth. Okay. That's how it felt to me. <laughs> you know, it's coming. It's imminent. It's going to happen. Whether you like it or not, you are doing this and you got to get through it live right there, right now. So yeah. So <laughs> the internal me is going completely crazy anyway. So I managed to get through this webinar and, and I missed a huge chunk of it. Right. What do you mean you missed it? I, oh, missed, you I skipped. I skipped oh, okay. a big chunk of my planned webinar and then I had to go back to it. I was like, oh my God, I missed a bit. So I had to go yeah. back. This is on the first run. The, re the second yeah. run was better. We recorded that one and it's better. Um, but yeah, the first run. Um, so it was, you know, it was live. It was my first ever live launch webinar. And I was just so pumped on adrenaline that, that various things went wrong. But also there was this crazy excitement going on. It had a huge turnout rate. I had so many more people who had registered for this webinar than I was expecting. So it was enormously exciting. The chat's going crazy. We ran a prize draw and, and gave away a consult, a consult call with me. And it was all, you know, spinny wheel and people getting excited. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so that was amazing. And then I got off the call and... You know that Collapse. moment where you've just done something it's like coming off stage at a gig yeah and you feel like you're gonna faint right <laughs> i got off the call oh, like that and i looked over there where my slack channel is where i get my notifications and i could see that i'd sold we'd sold 25 memberships before we even closed the webinar on one webinar that's awesome uh, yeah and that and that that moment was that first moment of okay i'm gonna make it <laughs> I think we might be okay. I think yeah. we might be okay. But it has this air of unreality about it still at that point. And I think it didn't really sink in until we put, we went past 50 sales the next day and quite a substantial number of them were annual. They came straight out the gates into uh, the advanced annual 
um, subscription. And, and that felt like a, a real validation of, yes, this is what we want and we trust you. That's that awesome. felt really nice. Yeah, that felt lovely. Do you, uh, do you have that webinar like video as part of your evergreen sales process or how did you? Not yet. <laughs> okay. It's not done yet, but yeah, that's very much on the cards for January is to make sure that that webinar is available as part of a funnel. So right now, because this is a very new membership, I mean, we're only yeah. on month three, right? Mm -hmm. And so you've got to get all of your systems in place. You know, I'm having to learn how to run a membership. And again, I've done it so many times in terms of the back end tech for people, but actually being the leader of the ship involves a whole new layer of decision making, team management, uh, systems, um, and just connecting. And for me, I always prioritize connecting with my members. That is the most important thing. I will always put that first. Um, so right now I've been very focused on getting that membership really settled in, really yeah. settled in. And then next year is all about amplification. Right. And then that webinar is coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is so cool. Could you, um, kind of at a high level, let it, let, everybody listening or watching know what the structure of that webinar is like Ooh. kind of like, or even yeah. just some tips, like what kind of sections or components to create the hour experience. Yeah. I'm just going back to how, I, how we put it together. So I had a lot of amazing coaching, which I just couldn't have done this without, which was from Melissa love. That's um, awesome. Just I, ha I have to name check her because there's no way that webinar would have been so effective and well put together without her input. So this, the structure that I used yeah. came from Melissa um, and it involved uh, the introduction, the reassurance that you're in the right place. I'm going to help you with active campaign. It's for we you. talked about yeah. pain points. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I know that you are feeling this, 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 and this right now. Um, and here's what we're going to do. Oh, and we did a little potted history of me very quickly. Like, here's how I got to where I am because we recognized, well, Melissa knew that there would be people at that webinar who had never been in my audience before, which there were. And I, I would never have thought of that. Right. So we did a little potted history of, of Kay and how I got to where I was. Why where you I was. can trust me and like, right, how, right, yeah. right. So it's all that establishing trust, telling them they're in the right place. I wouldn't have done any of that. I'd have been straight into the crazy teaching. <laughs> what do I know about a webinar, right? So you ask someone who does know, Melissa Love knows this stuff, she tutored me. So then we spent a while picking out four themes, four, four learning points to use in the webinar. And we trailered them from about six weeks before the invitations even went out to the webinar. So we were laying the trail of cookie crumbs ready for this. And we ended up calling it easy active campaign. It's an acronym E-A-S-Y um, active campaign. And they stood for environment, which is the tech and tools that you have to play with because you need to understand, you know, what have we got to work with here and what features have we got? Then A was for activity, which is what you do with the tech and the toys that you have to play with. So you're going to build automations. You are going to think about processes and automate things. Um, then we talked about strategy. That was the S for strategy. Why, why it's important to know what you're trying to do, make a plan and write the plan down and refine it so the, and, and know what your outcomes are, your desirable outcomes. And then why, which was my favorite one, why was for you, the human yeah. at the heart of your business. So we had these four, I think we called them pillars. Melissa talks about them as pillars of content. And what that enabled us to do was to take this sort of quite squidgy thing, which is I want to help you get better at active campaign and frame it up into something that was comprehensible 
memorable and deliverable in four pillared segments in a webinar. So even if somebody didn't buy from you, the, the webinar would have been of value to them. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a way of thinking about active campaigns, it's a way of thinking. And in fact, it's a way of thinking about any process or aim in your business, make it easy, right? You need to know what's your environment, what activity you need to carry out. Strategy actually has to come first, but we couldn't come up with an acronym that had the S at the beginning. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, make it S, easy. Yeah. we had to make it easy. So the S is in third place. And then remembering that it's you, that it's the heart of the business and that you need to get your skills or your team need to get, build those skills. And ideally you're going to have an expert and a teacher that you trust to help you do that more quickly because you don't want to be on your own struggling and having to reinvent the wheel. So yeah, it was kind of like, it ended up being a bit of a universal truth thing, but all with rock solid active campaign implementation examples. And then, then the next thing we did, which is the segment that I forgot to do on the first run and had to go back to, was run through a real use case scenario and talk about how that strategy, the easy framework would apply in that scenario. Um, and the scenario was a, a red carpet VIP inquiry. So somebody, you know, makes an inquiry to your website. How do you, what, what are you going to do? What's your process? And we, so we did a real example and then so I did, pitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, most people get scared because they think that all they got to do is pitch, but that was just the little last part at the very end of all that. Right. Yeah. That's like almost <laughs> the afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Melissa Love. I just want to highlight she's been on this podcast a couple of times. She's a great example of somebody who built a membership site with Lifter LMS as well. Mm -hmm. So so go check her out. And one of the really mm -hmm. cool things is, you know, we you talked earlier about building community and stuff like that. The community sometimes it takes a village to raise a child. And when you and Melissa, I've watched you both help each other with your unique skill sets. So there's like a you know, you guys know each other and just that you amplify, you fill in the others, you, you like, you're better together, right? And then you oh, both yeah. were able to launch your own products out of it. It's really a beautiful thing, leveraging each Aww. other's strengths. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we we, we, um, we were chatting the other day um, and, and we had a little bit of a moment of like, oh, we, we are so business married. Um, <laughs> and I, I love being business married to Melissa because you're right. It's like a little, it's, it's sort of a symbiotic relationship in a really good way for our businesses. Very complementary skill sets. Um, but when I started out, I had nothing. M Melissa was <laughs> the one who brought me into all this. And it, and it feels like such a privilege to have grown in skill and experience and knowledge to to be in a position where to to be a you know a business married to melissa that feels great really nice that is cool that is cool um i wanted to talk about a little another kind of like packaging thing uh, a lot of people get hung up on like packages and pricing and i think what mm -hmm. you have is like there's kind of two layers there's the there's like a version of the academy that has a lot of stuff and then there's another version that has everything or more of more of the stuff. And then you have like a monthly or an annual uh, payment option. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, um, to me, it's a really clean thing. Like, okay, I can come in at this level, or I can get everything and do I want to pay monthly or save a little bit and really commit and do annual. Can yeah. you tell us anything you learned around packaging and getting that figured out or Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, that. And what, again, what does that, the market actually do? Like you mentioned some people went annual and stuff like that. Like how did it kind of shake out in terms of um, 
Are you, are you glad you have it structured this way or you learned something? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything that I would change at this point. I need to watch it, but it's probably too early to tell at this point of how will that play out in the longer term? Because at the, in that launch, I think for context, it's important to bear in mind that some of the people on that very first webinar who jumped straight in and went to annual have been waiting a really long time for me to, to get so you had the out. relationship. Like the trust. Yeah, we've been yeah. we've been working that that trust, and I have given a lot of valuable content. There was a huge amount of trust and and positioning and authority invested in those relationships, and mm. so my hunch is that that those guys were the ones who went straight in on advanced annual. But but there were some surprises in there for me too as well. So names that weren't on my radar who went straight to annual as well. So there's always stuff going on under the surface that we don't know about, right? So my intention with the pricing structure was that it should be simple enough to be comprehensible and that it would be appropriate for a variety of businesses to be able to access the training that they needed when they needed it. So being able to come in for just one month and then leave if that was what you needed to do, that was important to me. Because if you're a business on a low budget, you can do a lot in a month yeah. in the academy with Active Campaign. You can have a really significant improvement in one month on the, the, on the essential level. But equally, I wanted the annual because, you know, that makes sense for us as membership owners and some people are definitely in for the long haul. I say I have about probably 20% of my members right now are active campaign service providers. So they're people who are making this. Their, implementers. Yeah, they're implementers and they're in. They're in for the long haul. So they're the ones who have get an annual advanced plan. Um, so the other factor for me was around the fact that active campaign is not one product itself. This, this marketing automation platform has different levels of plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're an active campaign user, you may be on the light plan or the plus or the pro or the enterprise. And I think I'm on the get, pro. I, I'm, I can tell you you're on the pro. Okay. <laughs> We've talked about this before. You're on the pro. Um, so there are a whole ton of features that kick in at plus level that are not available on light plans. Now to oh, me, that's it's interesting. It would, seem, yeah. mm, it would seem grossly unfair to me to effectively charge people for training on stuff that they don't even have access to. Interesting. That's cool. I think that would be mean, yeah. right? And, and it's overwhelming. It could create some overwhelm. overwhelm. Right. Yes, that is that was going to be my next point, the overwhelm. Yeah. They people who are on the light plan and the light plan by the way is ridiculously capable on active campaign. It is such great value such great value you, you you don't necessarily need to be on the plus or the pro or the enterprise light i think i was on the light plan up until about eight months ago in my mm -hmm. own business okay you can do a ton on there anyway so the the people who are on the light plan particularly or who are on higher level plans but are not ready yet to be dealing with the complicated stuff or just they're not using it or they don't have the time yet any of those reasons i wanted them to have a more accessible price point that was really, it felt important to me. So we created it with two levels, essential and advanced. And essential level is if you are on the light plan um, and that's all you need, great. You wanna be on the essential level of my Active Campaign Academy um, because you just don't need to know about the content that's in the advanced. You just don't need that. So great, hooray. Um, but then if you are on the plus pro or enterprise, plan in order to get the content that relates to those features, which is deals and pipelines, accounts, deep data, e-commerce, um, Facebook audience integration. Those topics are 
really important deals and pipelines particularly is incredibly powerful um and I, I i want to put really high quality content out for this and so i need to charge more for that membership and you're going to need more access to me right so on the advanced level they get double access to our office hours calls as well so very cool yeah it's 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 great because it means you can be in you can be in a call with me every week to keep you moving that's that's awesome yeah when i saw your pricing and stuff i'm like that is a really good structure uh, one one just quick question there maybe without going into the specific price point in case you change it how did you <laughs> think about uh like how to price the month or the year like, or did you like, was there any kind of like calculation? Like, oh, well, they're paying this much for active campaign. Maybe this would be like tied into that. Or how did you kind of come oh, up that with that? That is such a good question. I, I found that bit really tough, yeah. really tough. Um, Partly because of self-confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and a business to business membership pricing is different to a business to consumer pricing. Mm -hmm. And it's I found it quite hard, quite, it was quite an isolated bit that to, to pin down the pricing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I probably did. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think, I think we did look at, you know, how much are they paying for active campaign? Mm -hmm. I think we did factor that in, but we've, we thought more about how much is this going to benefit them? What is this worth yeah. to a business? And in that sense, it's, it's really underpriced right now, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know that that's what you do when you launch and when you when you're in a fledgling membership and it's a new thing right no one else has done this right in this way no this doesn't exist anywhere else and so it is you're asking people to take a leap of faith with you and come mm -hmm. on in and so we, we were somewhere in between all of those conflicting influences on pricing yeah it's tough it's, it's tough yeah it's tough how about how about this concept of the MVP or minimum viable product? You said it took nine months to kind of launch this thing. How did you come to a point where you decided like, okay, this is enough, like in the box of what they're getting on day one, the first time the doors open? Because what, what I see is a lot of people get mm -hmm. stuck in what I call a course creator cave. And like the years start ticking by and they haven't launched. Like, how did you kind of have that sense of like, or planning or sense when you got there that this is enough to launch with? <laughs> uh, I got pinned down basically by Melissa who made me put in a launch date. That's awesome. That's, that's the only <laughs> way, that was the only way we could get me out of the course creator cave. And I still want to get back in there. I still want to, I, I would happily spend all my day, every day creating course content for my existing members and mm -hmm. stop doing any marketing or sales activity because yeah. where I'm happiest is in the course creation, right? So you're absolutely right. It's a total trap. Um, and the only way that I got past that was to be pinioned by the people around me who, who made me commit to a date and put a schedule in and stick to it. And that meant that I had to sacrifice all, not all of them. I had to sacrifice a lot of stuff that in my heart and mind, I thought was, I had to be in place. I thought we had to have X, Y, Z and all the other letters of the alphabet. They all had to be in there before I could possibly launch because otherwise right. it wouldn't be fair. Ooh, but having a launch date and a launch program and having to get this webinar out and my team rolling and, and you know, keeping it all rolling, that was the only thing that, that kept me on track with that. Did you set that launch date at the beginning of the nine months or after you were in there and Melissa saw that maybe you're never going to launch unless we pick a date? Like how? Uh, well, you remember that? I said it was in June that yeah. I said I'm going to do a membership. We set the launch date that day. 
That's great. So kind of at the beginning of the commitment process. Yeah. But the thing is, you've got to bear in mind, Melissa knows me really well and she's had to do an intervention on me before. So she <laughs> we know we've learned how we've learned what levers are necessary yeah. to help me, to support me as a, as a human and as a person to get past, to stop getting in my own way. Yeah. That's great advice. And I love how it's just tied to that, like human nine month gestation. It, it just feels like <laughs> yeah. you can just, you can just run the metaphor all the way through and then you have a yeah. baby that you need to nurture and grow on the other side. Totally. That's so true. Like I had my like get my, my getting ready to give birth music. I have my my track that I played in my headset before I went on on the webinars. I had a particular track that I played um, and really loud out on the back deck, you know, getting pumped for it. It was amazing. I know you're still learning or probably optimizing, but you're such a systems person, which is something I love about you. Now that it's launched, like what's the monthly rhythm for like continuing to evolve the membership? Like, for example, I know you have some, you have the office hours events on the calendar. Mm -hmm. Do you have like course creation time blocks in your schedule or like, what's the rhythm just to both keep it moving forward without putting undue expectations on yourself of what you can add in a month? Well, that is, that's a great question as well. Um, so this is something I'm still evolving. I yeah. think definitely because when you start a membership, it's it's quite heavy need on the system side of things. So, you know, I've I, I had planned today to do some course recording, but I had some system stuff that needed to be done today mm -hmm. because if I didn't do it today, it was going to cost me more time overall. And so there's a bit of a juggling act going on there. My aim is to have one full day per week on just on course on content creation for my members. That's great. Half a day a week on uh, content creation that's public and free. So that's my weekly topics that go into the free Facebook group, which are excellent and turning those into blogs and amplifying those messages. I think I've got half a day on email marketing, which again, right now has not made it back to the top of my pile that keeps having to get overridden because we need to get our onboarding properly in place because otherwise our new members coming in, aren't getting a great experience probably right now, but that's, that's my next priority. So we're still juggling a little bit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. That wasn't a very helpful answer. <laughs> oh, it's good. I mean, I love that idea. There were, there was helpful, like, okay, you have one day a week that you're, it's all, you know, adding value to memory, uh, even just that one. Yeah. I call that, I have that in my schedule on Wednesdays. It's, I call it a deep work day. Like my highest yeah. priority happens that day. Yeah. And, yeah, because nice. to me, if I'm not if I'm not serving my existing members, and if I'm if I'm not getting into course and resource frameworks, the stuff that's in my head, then every single time someone needs to know that, I have to personally deliver that knowledge to them. Right. And that's not so good for me. That creates motivation to to product. Yeah, that's my motivation. That is that yeah. this and my and my intent? It was weird after I did the launch because the launch was so all consuming. It kind of felt like falling off a cliff. When I'd got to it and I was like, oh, now I've got 125 members. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, now what? So, so I'm sort of, I'm still working on my weekly routines to make sure that they are getting served well. I'm not going to burn out, but we do need to keep extracting. It's like mining the brain that has to keep coming out because otherwise it's a catch 22 where every time someone needs to know something, the only place they can get it is by asking me personally in that moment. And that is not sustainable. And it's also not the best way for them to learn because my teaching is generally better in terms of structured teaching. It's going to be better if I have planned it, thought about it. If I have a, an example, a screenshot, I can do a video about it. 
we can have annotations, checklists, all of that. I want them to, to have that as well. That's awesome. I love how in your expert journey, your your clients, your customers, your colleagues, they literally like pull the product out of you. They like force <laughs> you. It's it's awesome. You're, it's not like you're trying to yeah. push something on people. You're trying to help yeah. people, more people solve the same problems at scale without yes. you exploding with one-on-one -on -one consulting for everything. Exactly that. And honestly, it feels like a real, it feels like a relief every time I'm able to make the time to get something into a course. Oh, and we've developed more of a, a workflow now for course creation. So I have someone else who's doing the video edits and someone else who creates the lesson posts and that sort of stuff. So our workflows are constantly evolving to make that process easier for all of us. We document everything as we go. And that means it's all available immediately in our community. It's really easy for everyone to find anything that's in our whole resource base. That's um, awesome. And it's also really member driven as well. One of the things that we learned during the beta phase, which was really important. Um, so from June, I invited in some beta students. I think we had 13 beta students who came into this fledgling membership that pretty much had nothing in it at that point. Um, and the office hours call started right from the beginning. And that was where we took the cues for, okay, this keeps coming up. So that's gonna come to the top of the list for making a course about this thing because everybody needs this. So up that comes on the list. And that's been fascinating for me because I think you're absolutely right. You know, I, I know how I think about active campaigns as a consultant, but it's not the same as what a business person coming in and needing active campaigning active campaign training to help them move forward more quickly what do they need first and so this membership is very driven by what keeps coming up in office hours what do we as a community need next that's awesome well let's let's get into the tech a little bit what you're a technologist and you're you're awesome with systems and whatnot what what do you see as the essential tools in your your membership site training-based membership site business? Like what's the tech stack? Obviously you okay. got an active campaign. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I got an active campaign. I got Lifter LMS. <laughs> That's the easy ones, right? Um, so I'm on Divi in WordPress. So Divi is my page builder. Um, I'm, and again, Melissa Love features in that choice because she is incredible at designing yeah. beautiful stuff using Divi and WordPress and Lifter. And um, I use WooCommerce for my sales cart. And the reason I do that is because it integrates beautifully with ActiveCampaign. So you will not find me using Thrivecart or any other external um, cart because I want that deep data integration with ActiveCampaign. It removes a ton of disconnect and problem um, and saves hours of work. Um, WP Fusion, my yeah. favorite plugin. <laughs> of all really it's the one ring that joins them all it just connects every wordpress user is connected to an active campaign contact and wp fusion is what sends the data fluently back and forth between my sales domain and my education domain they're getting information to and from both from active campaign so you have separate sites for the e-commerce and the i do yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so my main site has the blog and the static pages um, any landing pages and stuff like that is on the main site and the WooCommerce checkout stuff, all of that is on the main site. And then the education site is purely for education. So the courses and resources and a bit of member support, that's it. That's awesome. What do you yeah. love most about Lifter LMS or how does it help you? Like, what do you, what, what are the benefits there? Or how do you use it? 
Oh, it's just so fluent and easy to use. I, I just, I really enjoy working with it. I enjoy how easy it is to create um, any lesson style that you want because we're using the, the Gutenberg block builder in there. We can create anything that you want and then frame it up inside a Divi layout, right? So, so you've got the layout control. You've also got all the flexibility of the Gutenberg blocks. Um, and I just, that whole course, course building structure where you've got lessons inside a course and it's really fluent as a creator to go in and you know shuffle the order of stuff or rename something that's all really easy and fluent to do but the thing that's benefited me most at this point launching into this membership is being able to use the memberships layer over the top of the courses that has been absolutely pivotal um, without that I would have been really stuck because what it means is that now when I create a new course which I'm doing fairly frequently is adding new material into this membership it's really easy to just auto enroll all of the existing members and yeah just flexible fluent looks great users love it i have nothing not to like about this and do you know what i'm really excited about with lifter lms right is when this membership is reaches a point of maturity where i can start to look at the other things quizzes and certificates and gamification and all of those extras i have never been in a position where in my business we've wanted or needed to use any of that i'm really excited i'm going to be getting me that lifter lms universe bundle that's <laughs> like, awesome yes, finally <laughs> what um a question i get a lot which maybe you can help me with is like why wordpress versus like a a membership tool like Kajabi or something like that. I, I know you're, um, you know, you're very skilled technically and, but like, just like in your course, you're helping implementers like uh, use a complex tool like Active Campaign. Like why, why WordPress over hosted SaaS or hosted software solutions for memberships and courses and stuff? Oh, uh, I think for me, that one is, it's twofold. It's about building on someone else's turf and being tied into that platform. Um, so without speaking about any of the other platforms in particular, often they actually retain ownership of any video that you upload to that site. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, they make it very hard for you to get it back out again or to protect it. So if something goes wrong in that relationship, you have no ownership of your assets and no protections. And that always really bothers me. Um, but from a technician's point of view, it's always about the integration. Every single time I worked with clients who had their learning content on a third party SaaS platform, we just had such a big headache trying to get any sort of student tracking or engagement monitoring, or even just getting them enrolled on something. Everything was so hard, so difficult to do. It, it puts in all these technical barriers and often those technical barriers are complete roadblocks. Uh, so you'll find that the, the platform, these third party learning platforms, as brilliant as they are, and they really do have their place for someone who's earlier in their course builder or membership journey, they have their place. But there comes a point where you've got to get out of there because barriers are up, the walls are closing in. Um, and these platforms will not let you get your data out of them. So sometimes, for example, they'll let you export a CSV, but there's no way of having a dynamic webhook or feed to something to update it with you know have they logged in or have they visited this course to me that information is absolutely critical i need active campaign to know when they've done their first login when they finished their first course because active campaign is the partner to your education site and if they're not talking to each other that that's not going to help you in your business right you you've just tied your hands together behind your back 
That's awesome. Do you remember why you first started or what the scenario around why or when you started and you selected Lifter LMS for your learning management system? Is, is it because Melissa? You know what I'm going to say is Melissa. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> But, but I would have I would have gone away from it years ago if I thought there was a there was a better option. I, I'm right. not hesitant to move away from stuff. I don't yeah. <laughs> promise I don't do stuff just because Melissa does it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think she's following me now. I'm just saying. You help okay, each so other. You help each we other. We help right? each other. So yeah. I'll give you a good example. Now I know we were talking about the tech stack earlier, and I forgot to mention one that I'm very enamored of right now, which is that my community, my my mem for my members, my paying member community, we've just moved to Circle. Mm -hmm. um, as our community platform. I've seen, um, I'm seeing a lot of people use that in conjunction mm -hmm. with WordPress. Are you, and I'm, do you like it? Are you happy? I am loving it. Okay. Yeah. So happy. And, and, but more important than that, the members are getting a better experience because I was, okay. So previously we were using the classic, the closed Facebook group, but we mm -hmm. all know there are issues and problems with that, but the major problem actually there were two sides to it for me as the business owner that were that were really problematic one of which is the integration side there's no real way of automating people coming in and out of a private facebook group and that is a massive time drain yeah. um, and it leads to errors and a poor experience for all of everyone basically so i wanted something that i could automate and circle answers that need but i also wanted something that that had the feel of being sociable but also had sufficient structural capacity to become a resource in itself. So what I'm loving with Circle is that, that we've been able to create a library area for our members. And we've been able to separate out our essential level stuff from our advanced level stuff. So we're reducing overwhelm. We're making all of our content more accessible and keeping all of that community feel. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled with it. Actually, one of the features that I love most about it, which I didn't even know when I signed up for it, is that you can embed it right there in your learning platform on WordPress. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. It's so cool. It's so cool. It puts a little bubble down in the bottom corner and all you have to do to get into the community is click on the little bubble. Up it comes, ask a question, have a quick browse, take a break, chat with your active campaign buddies, click away, squishes back down, carry on with your course. Wow. That is cool. Wow, that's, that's super yeah. cool. Because that's what we're all looking for, right? From our communities, we want them to be meshed in with the experience of being in there and learning. And so as, when I saw that feature, that was it. I was, I, was, I was all in then. I was like, yes, this is the one for me. Well, I could keep going for hours <laughs> with you, but we have to land this plane. Um, I. I want to kind of end it with just whatever you have to say to somebody who's who's um, considering doing this, like they've been a, they've been consulting for a while or and they're kind of feeling that if I could just productize this and maybe they set a um, set a nine month launch date that seemed to really help focus your efforts. And and um, one one mini question before you start, when you did launch, how many courses were inside the membership? approximately uh i think it was 11 11 and for you a course is how many lessons it really varies yeah uh, probably average 10 lessons and total time per course like for the actual content on average video consumption or, or yeah. time to do it yeah just like video for now video probably about an hour so and of course, like, I have all this documented, right? I have an air yeah. table that stashes all this. 
So you basically had 11 hours of training at the launch yeah. point approximately. Yeah. And a lot goes into making it. That's not 11 hours to create. I know there's a ton of time that goes into create that. Yeah. Um, well, what, what final words do you have for somebody? And they're, we're going to encourage people to set a, set a nine month launch date. Uh, nine month and, gestation period. Yeah. What final words do you have for them? And any final thoughts about Lift Your LMS to share? Okay. Um, I think probably the most important part of that gestation period for me uh, was getting beta students in really early. Really so they're early. in there when course one drops or yeah they're in there before it even exists so i put a call out for people to come on that journey with me mm -hmm. and they were they were paying right from the beginning rock bottom real low price and the prompt the, the exchange was very clear that you get locked into that price uh for life for as long as you stay subscribed and in exchange for that you're going to come on a journey with me over the next three months. So they knew the time scale coming into it. And we are going to get in and we're going to create this together from scratch. Um, and I had a really great response to it. Um, I think actually I invited people and I picked a selection of people from across the range. So with my people, I've got a real big range of like total beginner to people who want to do this for a living. So we picked a range of people and I learned so much from them from them that's the key thing was spending time with them for a good two months and that was how the structure of the courses and the memberships became clear this is taking a leap of faith but bringing some some of your people along with you yeah that's awesome well Kay, thank you for being a shining and expiring inspiring example inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> no you're just getting started an inspiring example of uh, a course creator, somebody building a training-based membership site, go check out slickbusiness.co. She has a free course called Accelerated Active Campaign. So if you're using Active Campaign and you want to kind of round out your understanding and, and really get a, a much better footing with it, go check that out and go check out Active Campaign Academy. That's at slickbusiness.co. Okay. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Chris. It was a pleasure as always. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.